Well, my husband and I have been married for 39 years, and we have never had a budget. And it's becoming quite an issue between both of us. I've created budgets um, for us to adhere to, and my husband's belief is we don't need any advice. And when our money's gone, it's gone. He doesn't believe that we need to be accountable. Ooh, I heard something in there. It's kind of interesting. We're going to hear the rest of that call with Sue here in just a moment. I put a budget together that we were to adhere to. I wonder if he felt maybe, uh, well, she's taking care of it. I'm not going to worry about it. We got money. In other words, we're not sharing that sense of responsibility for uh, the years to come. All right. Sounds like that. We'll get to that in a moment. I'm Dr. Randy. This is Intentional Living. A little bit later in the show today, um, we got a call from Kathy. She, you know, she loves her son and daughter-in-law. However, because of situations, they've moved in and been there more and longer than she thought they would be. <laughs> and uh, that's created some tension in, in the marriage, in the family, in the relationship. And uh, we'll get to that. Um, and then a little later in the show, before we wrap up here at the, at the, uh, in the half hour, what do you do when you miss your spouse's love language? when you don't really speak the language that they understand creates pain. We'll talk about that as well. All right. Thank you. By the way, I want to thank those of you who've been catching the vision for intentional living. You've, you've either called or gone online and said, we want to be a part of this part of the ministry within the ministry. We love family life radio and you're supporting family life radio and the share a a couple of weeks ago, you were so faithful in helping keep the radio station on the air. And so we moved intentional living to taking this month and just sharing some stories and reports and what God is doing and giving you a chance to come and be a part of it. And I thank you for doing it. Now, uh, I must confess, we set a goal and a need for this month. And we're running, when we see we're a thir- little over 30% of the goal and we're over 50% of the month. I can do the math. We still need your help. and We're behind where we need to be. So, uh, as you step step up to be a part of it, God bless you. You can call 888-888-1717, and talk to our team. They're here during West Coast Business Hours. They'd love to talk to you, or you can go online to theintentionallife.com to say, hey, I want to be a part of the ministry. By the way, I have in my hand here the Intentional Word Chronological Bible, all 66 books of the Bible, have been in, in uh, put in chronological order as the events actually occurred in Scripture. And it has a 365 daily reading program that you can intentionally read through the Bible in chronological order, which uh, is so unique, in one year. A great gift for someone. Uh, that's coming to you when you join us in monthly support or increase, as well as uh, you're going to be receiving the master classes from Intentional Living all 10 of them, 10 of them that we've handpicked. Uh, topics like how to finish strong in life, 10 keys to an intentional home, how to love an emotionally weak person. Boy, you have someone in your life who's emotionally weak and you love them, but, well, you know, you're walking on eggshells. How do you do that? That's one of the master class lessons. Overcoming discouragement, managing your emotions, part one and part two. And uh, we'll be getting that to you as well. Plus, everybody is included, everybody, in the drawing coming up later in the month. It'll be a small pool of people because just for intentional living for that $2,000 grocery gift card, not from your gifts, but from 
from others, and we just say thank you in advance. Now, your best gift, but everybody's included. If you pray for the ministry, we want you to be included as well. Some of you have already supporting. You're calling back. Say, hey, include me in on the drawing. That's fine. We want everybody involved, but we ask, pray about your support. 888-888-1717 is the number, or go to theintentionallife.com. Talking about money, Sue, uh, what's the issue about money in your marriage? What's going on? Well, my husband and I have been married for 39 years, and we have never had a budget. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming quite an issue between both of us. I have Dave Ramsey's book, and I have read it. I have created budgets um, for us to adhere to, and my husband's belief is we don't need any of... um, any advice and when our money is gone it's gone and he doesn't want to be accountable I want to save receipts so that we know where our money is going and he doesn't believe that we need to be accountable for example he throws out um, say we have $300 in groceries to spend a month when it's gone it's gone and so do you have do you have a system at all like a envelope system or you just run money and when the when it's gone you just don't spend anything for the rest of the month or what do you do the money is never gone so we just spend what we need to spend uh-huh. without going overboard we're never out of money yeah, so you're conservative in yeah. your actual spending well let me ask a question do you have money in the bank are you okay financially yes we have money in the bank we have investments we have stocks but we don't have a plan. And retirement is coming up, say, within the next six, seven years, and we truly do not have a plan. Uh Do you feel like you have enough to be okay? No. Okay, so you're concerned you don't, and he's thinking we'll worry about it later, or he believes you are okay? He believes we're okay, and we will worry about it later. Yet, every month... He gets angry because we don't have money left over. We have a little bit to go into savings, but not a lot. And he says, you know, I bring home this much money and it's gone. And he said, this last year I had over a $10,000 raise and we have nothing to show for Mm -hmm. it. And it's your fault. That's basically what the message is. It's your, you're managing this. What's the problem? Now, I'm exaggerating, but maybe not. I don't know. But I do know this, money is a math problem and an emotional problem. The beauty of a money problem is if you get the math part taken care of, that can hopefully help you with the the emotional part. Because there are a lot of things in life are just pure emotional issues. I mean, you you wrestle with them and you can never grab them, but you can can sit down and put X's and O's on a piece of paper and look at the income and the expenses and do projections. And there are programs available online and financial advisors who are willing to put your finances out and look at where you're going to be in five or six years and can you retire or not and put a plan together. Um, And you mentioned, I think you mentioned Dave Ramsey. I mean, he's one program, but there's others. I mean, we, we teach 10, 10, 80 here. I mean, we're pretty simple folks. Tensional living is give 10% tithe. I mean, this is biblical. This is God owns it all giving 10%. Saving at least 10%. Depends on your age. If you haven't saved anything and you're 60 years old, you might want to be, and you have the income, you might be saying, hey, we got to do more than 10%. But for young people, listen, you start when you're 20 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old, start putting away 
you know, 10 or 15% every month and you put and you invest it wisely and with prayer and you're going to have a pile of money when you get to be 65 or 70 years old. It's just a reality because it's a math problem. It's, it's compounding interest is a powerful thing. And so I would say to the two of you, you, you just, you just got to sit down and, and deal with the reality of saying, Hey, we got a math problem here. I love you and you love me. And, but we have so much money coming in and we got to look at where we're going to be in five years or six years. Cause if you don't, here's what happens. Emotions will drive people into financial ruin. And so getting on the same page is so critical. So I encourage you to do that. You know, one of the things we talk about these essential areas of life, uh, our faith, number one, honoring God, our family relationships, marriage, kids, in-laws, so on. Um, and then we got our health, right? That's a big thing. We know what that's about. Our work. I mean, that's a big part of our lives, what we do, our career and choices we make, be intentional. And then finance, the stuff of life, not just money, but the stuff, the, the assets, I suppose. If you're looking at a balance sheet, the things that are on the, the assets on your balance sheet, how do you manage those things that are coming in? And our goal is, here's our goal. Everything belongs to God. We're not taking any of this with us. There's no U-Haul going out, you know, to the, I've never seen a U-Haul in the cemetery. I, you know, I just, that just doesn't happen. Um, and so understanding that while we're here, we can be stewards. That's what, a, that's a biblical thing. You hear that word. I mean, it's not a word you hear in, you know, at the coffee shop generally, but stewardship is something saying, I don't own it. God owns it. I'm managing it. And so I want to be a good steward, a caretaker, a manager of this money for God's glory and the benefit of the world and those around me and my family and so on. And so it comes down to being intentional. And so here, here we are talking this month about finances for this ministry. And I, and I, and I tell our team, hey, listen, we're going to be intentional with the money coming in here. We don't borrow to, to operate. We don't borrow, and I'm not going to for the ministry. And I say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Well, we just borrow it. It sounds like the government. That's not the way we're operating. We believe that God will provide. So we just flatly lay out what the need is and, and ask you to pray about it. And if, if you feel led to do that, we hope you will. We set the goal of 85000 this month in support. So if someone gives a dollar a day, that's 365 of that for the year, right? It's an annual thing. So if you give $1,000, you've done 1000 toward that. And uh, at the report, last report I had, we're over 31% of the goal uh, this month. For intentional living, a ministry within a ministry. Every dollar goes for intentional living. Your support for the radio has gone for radio. And this is part of the ministry, but funded separately. And so I just want to throw out today, boy, we need a real shot in the arm. And if God's moving you to include this in your plan, uh, uh, we pr appreciate it and we hope you will. And we're going to send you the Intentional Word Chronological Bible for your monthly support, your new monthly support, whatever that is. Um, and those of you who are increasing your monthly support, we'll make sure you receive that as well. And we'll be sending along the 10 personal growth lessons videos. They'll be coming to you digitally. Uh, and then every month you'll be receiving the master class from the ministry online. As you, uh, By the way, everybody's in the drawing as well. Everybody's included in that $2,000 grocery gift card coming up later in the month. 
everybody's included uh, who calls or goes online uh, today. And I hope as you do, you'll be able to and pray about sharing a gift with the ministry. We need your help. Go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com or call 888-888-1717. Well, some of the challenges when my son and daughter-in-law were first married, they were in their own place. And due to some circumstances, they are now living with us. So, I mean, I really try to keep communication with my son and daughter-in-law open and flowing. And I try not to exclude her as part of the conversation because we have to resolve it and solve it as a team. Hmm. Ever seen the TV show, Everyone Loves Raymond? Well, that's what we got going here. And we'll hear the rest of Kathy's challenge coming up in just a minute. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. I just was wanting to call in and say thank you for um, all the inspirational topics you guys have. I have found a lot of it very useful and applicable in my life, and I've been listening for years. And today you had a question about what parental advice would you give to another parent that I have found useful in my life. And one of the things that I've learned to be most helpful is to truly listen in a non-condescending, non-judgmental way. I have found that if I listen in this way, my child is more willing to come to me and not go to someone else or go behind my back or keep secrets. Um, Again, I want to say thank you again for all the support you've given me in, in the many years I've been listening. And thank you for keeping me connected to God when I've needed it the most. And I appreciate it. Uh, Glad to do it, Rose. Thank you for those encouragements. Just before we get back to Kathy's challenge with a son and and daughter-in-law, I want to say thanks to uh, Jeannie in Paso Paso Robles, uh, California, Paso Robles, California, uh, listening to uh, San Luis Obispo Station. And she, she called in yesterday, and she gave $50 a month, and she said this yesterday, if you heard the show, Uh, We had a caller, Jackie, who was really struggling, caring for an 18-year-old disabled son and felt that her husband was just disengaged and was just pulling away at her marriage and undermining her marriage. She felt abandoned. And uh, we know many people relate. and, and, And Jeannie says, my heart goes out to Jackie. I was a child with, I have a child with autism and know what she's going through. I was the primary person that got to the appointments, even though I was dead tired. She did the job. What a trial, but it, it is worth worth it, and I pray that things will work out for Jackie. Listen, Jeannie, thank you for allowing us to, to talk to Jackie and to talk to you and to other families that might have disabled children that you're struggling for your marriage and your family. That's just one area. It's so many areas where... We understand being intentional, doing that next right one thing can be transformational. So thank you for that gift. We appreciate it. 
if you if you've missed out so far, don't. We need your help. Just like uh, Jeannie, just give us a call when you or, yeah when you call triple eight triple eight seventeen seventeen triple eight triple eight seventeen seventeen or go to theintentionallife.com. All right, let's go to Kathy. Cal, uh, Kathy, what's what's the challenge that you're having with that uh, son and daughter-in-law? Well, some of the challenges, when my son and daughter-in-law were first married, they were in their own place, and due to some circumstances, they are now living with us. So, I mean, I really try to keep communication with my son and daughter-in-law open and flowing, and when I became a daughter-in-law, my um, mother-in-law would always go to my husband and have these sidebar conversations without including me or having me as part of the conversation. And I remember how hurtful that was. Mm. So I really try to make sure that if I need clarification or if I there's something of a disagreement or whatever, I have that conversation with both my son and my daughter-in-law. I try not to exclude her as part mm. of the conversation because we have to resolve it and solve it as a team. Now, has that been helpful in doing that, Kathy? Have you seen improvement in the relationship? No. Okay. And, and that's a and that's been how long has that been uh, occurring? Uh, so they've been living with us about a year. And how long did you think they were going to be living with you? Um, less than a year. Is, is, are you unhappy with now? Just being honest, now is it difficult for you to have them be there? It is difficult, yes. And has that been something that's that you've been able to talk through with them or to get some idea of what's happening or are you, are you feeling kind of trapped and stuck? I have talked with them. The difficulty is is I have expectations that my kids grew up with in my home and I expect these same expectations and guidelines and oh. rules to still yeah. follow. And now that I have grandchildren that live there with us, well, the one's seven years old, so I still expect, you know, these are the rules for Mimi's mm-hmm. home, but my guidelines and rules are different than what my daughter-in-law's yeah. expectations, guidelines, and rules are. And so that's the challenge, because I don't want to step on her toes. She is the mom. He is the dad. Mm-hmm. But this is also my home. Yes, it is. It is your home. And I was, I was thinking... I mean, you just, you gave the definition and, and an example of this expectation minus reality thing that we talk about, how that creates disappointment. In your case, frustration, because disappointment can lead to other things. You know, we had a little roof work done in our house a week or two ago, and they sent a guy out to look at the roof and, you know, you don't just say, hey, just go at it, come and fix the roof. He comes down, he says, hey, here's what the problem is, and here's exactly what we're going to do. And I say, okay, what's that going to cost? And then he gives me a little estimate, and then we have a little agreement of what we're going to do and what he's going to do and what I'm going to do if he does what he's supposed to do. And isn't that the way life works? And we say, well, yeah, but this is my son. Yeah, but he's moving in with his wife and kids. And, and listen, at least sit down and say, hey, these are some of the rules. These are some of the things that, you know, we want to be rule-based in our family necessarily, but there's some basic rules of how we want to operate in this home. This is what we expect. And that wasn't done, but now it's time. I would encourage you and your husband to sit down with your son and daughter-in-law and say, we love you guys. It's uh, stressful for you to be here and for us too. Um, what's the story? What's the plan? What's the goal? What are some expectations so we can work together? Listen. Don't let this turn into bitterness that can create a lifetime 
of pain in your relationship. All right, phone line remains open. 888-888-1717. Your monthly support's going to impact someone for Christ today. Join us, the Intentional Word Chronological Bible, and everybody's included in that drawing. Don't miss out. 888-888-1717 during West Coast Business Hours or anytime at theintentionallife.com. My husband and I have been married 19 years, and we clearly celebrate the other person's day differently. Like, when it's something that we're celebrating him, I feel like I go all out, but I don't receive the same sort of treatment or, you know, I don't receive the same sort of thing when it's my day. Ooh, I see a problem brewing around here, guys. We'll get back to Viola's call coming up in just a couple minutes. So the what, the why, the how, the where, well, you know what's final, the when. When do we do it? We do it now. It's about now. Intentional living is not about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have its own challenges. We can be intentional tomorrow if God allows us to be there. We can't go back and be intentional about yesterday. That's gone. God will forgive and God will restore. What we have is today, this moment, now. And so when? Today is the day of salvation. You know, it says in Psalm 90, verse 12, one of the verses we often quote around here, we say, Lord, teach us to number our days that we may have a heart after wisdom. Now is the day. Mm. Yes, it is today, now, now. You know, there's a lot of scripture. I have a whole, several pages that Stephen put together for me from the scripture on uh, the power of now. And that's really what intentional living is all about. Can't fix yesterday. I mean, we can't go back and we can do things to help repair some things, but it's gone. Tomorrow, we're not there yet. We don't know. We may be in heaven by tonight, but we do have now, this moment. And that's really the challenge, I think, even practically for this uh, fundraiser we've been doing in October. We have now. If we don't reach people now, uh, we we don't know what tomorrow's going to be. Appreciate you standing with us. We need your help. As you call, 888-888-1700. 17, 1717 or life.com. All right, Viola, what's your question today? Well, um, my husband and I have been married 19 years, and we clearly celebrate the other person's day differently, like birthdays, Mother's Day, Christmas, you know, anniversary. When it's something that we're celebrating him, I feel like I go all out but I don't receive the same sort of treatment or, you know, I don't receive the same sort of thing when it's my day. Like Monday was our anniversary. We're married 19 years. And, you know, I guess our expectations are just different. Yeah. Um, I expect something, you know, other than happy anniversary, honey, you know, and so, of course, then you feel sad that day because you didn't get that. And I, I just feel like after 19 years and expressing myself, you should already know mm-hmm. that well, listen, a little uh, more effort should be made. <laughs> uh, Viola, a friend of ours, Gary Chapman, wrote a best-selling book called The Five Love Languages. Yes. And in that book, Gary talks about the fact that each of us will have our own kind of unique love language. And it sounds like yours... Is, is gifts. Or spending time together. Or spending you know? time together. Yes. Yeah. And what is his love language, if you've read that book? 
Uh, I have read that book. I think that touch is important to him. Words of affirmation are important to him. I do think that he likes spending time together, so I was kind of a little surprised when Monday we didn't plan a day together, mm-hmm. you know? Well, you're hurt by this, if I hear you. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like I'm having a little pity party, you know? And, <laughs> and you have shared this with him. Uh-huh. Many times. Yeah. This has happened so many times. Well, yeah. I, we know we're talking intentional living here, Viola, and, and here's the reality. We pay for this stuff in our marriage. When we miss the love language of our spouse and we're not intentional in trying to speak the language that's important to them, we're going to pay for it, right? Do I get an amen from the, the crowd there? Amen. Uh, we pay for this. We pay for it in lots of ways in marriage. Uh, and I think what we hear Viola saying is, in some ways, your husband's probably paying for this in ways that you wish he didn't have to. Right. Yeah? and Because that, that's just part of the human condition. And so I, I'm going to be real practical with you. Get the book out, The Five Love Languages. Do you think your husband would be willing to sit down and just read it together? You guys just make it a kind of a marriage thing to read it through, talk about it, and really understand what his love language is and talk a little more about yours and let him know how you feel about this. Sometimes, listen, some of us as guys, we're a little thick. We've got to get it through our yeah. head. Yes. Well, we read it together. We studied it together because it was part of a, a study that we went to. Oh. And so, you know, I'm just kind of surprised. And I know men and women are different, but... Um, yeah, but you're more than surprised. You're hurt. I'm hurt, yes. Have you ever said that to him? Mm-hmm. Yes, because it makes you feel, you know, not valued. Yeah, well, listen, uh, come on, guys. We can be stupid men sometimes, and we pay the price for it. And getting out behind our own eyes. And I know life's busy, work, kids, finance, and so on. Uh, But understanding that your spouse probably sees life differently than you do, and being able to see behind their eyes a little bit, their perspective would be healthy. Let me just say this uh, for you, Viola. The wedding anniversary is for both of you. And maybe you'd need to sit down and, first of all, express that. I mean, I think it's, it's okay to say, hey, I just need to let you know uh, I felt hurt that you didn't recognize our anniversary, didn't take a lead on it. And then walk on, love him, kiss him, and keep going. But you're planting that seed again. But also, in the future, when these are important dates, maybe you, I know you don't want to do this, you shouldn't have to do it, but maybe you need to say, hey, what are we doing special for our anniversary? What are we doing special for our anniversary? Oh, a little wake-up call? I know some of you say, no, you shouldn't have to do that. Hey, I think um, there's a time where you just need to be honest, tell the truth, and then as part of that, to get practical in terms of getting it booked on the uh, calendar. I'm Dr. Randy. Phone line remains open. Hope you'll call. God bless you. Have a good day.